yo what's up hello hello hey usually i say like hello or like yeah i think i usually say hello but like i just said yo this time because i was like kind of like caught off guard like i don't know why i don't know i hit recorded it like recorded and i'm like oh shit because when i have my headphones in like it doesn't record automatic like right away it like takes a few seconds and sometimes it like just doesn't work at all and i have to like exit and then go back but when i don't have headphones number one sound quality is better and two it just goes automatically anyway what's up guys okay i have so much to say mostly it's like building off of yesterday's episode i had my therapy session it was amazing i've decided to focus on happiness i've decided i think i'm gonna call this episode like i'm happy or i'm finally happy or something like that or depending on how the um the conversation yes but how the episode ends i may title it more on the line to i just don't like the thing is though is that i don't really want to title it like a follow-up to like you know my current crush whatever because i don't really have a crush on him anymore um i've like kind of gone back to my old crush because <laughs> like i have this one crush i've like been crushing on him for like two months now but um i like walk his dog so like um there's like a professional boundary there so there's like nothing i can really do besides hope for the best when it comes to that crush and then the last episode and the episode before that where i embarrassed myself lol um or i was talking about how embarrassed i was even though i don't think it was that embarrassing i definitely think i was overreacting but i have a big ego so it's just not surprising i should say anyway like my reaction but anyway um yeah um i i don't know with that guy i'm just kind of like over it like obviously i still have like some feelings because i like him even though i don't know him but the little bit that i do know i like now is it meant to be probably not you feel me probably not but he always have a special place in my heart because if you listen to yesterday's episode i've made it very clear as to why um and if you still don't get it then i then you just just don't get it anyway but um I wanted to talk about yesterday's episode, though, um, and obviously give, like, a final update post-therapy session. I had to do, an, like, an extra session this week because I just wanted to feel my feelings, like, with my therapist because I didn't want to talk about this with, like, anybody else because I felt like they wouldn't get it. Um, I felt like, you know, most of my peers, you know, like, I feel like, and this is just in general, like, I don't think there's any person besides my therapist that would have been the person to talk to about this like in my life because it's like like i said in yesterday and i think it was yesterday actually but what i like i said in last um in my last episode it's like i just want to feel my feelings like i don't want a pep talk like i literally just want to i just want to feel right like i just want to feel bad i just want to feel like shit and i feel like we, I feel like we live in a world where you're not allowed to feel shit. You're not allowed to feel shit. That's why there's a lack of empathy and stuff. And it's embarrassing, you know, because I grow every day. I change every day. I learn every day. But, you know, some of these old episodes, I don't got the hot takes. You feel me? Like, I don't got the hot takes. And I feel like I learn more and more about racism every single day from, like, the perspective of, like, somebody who, like, knows that it exists as opposed to me before who didn't fully understand how racism affected me personally but i did know how it affected the world um i just have so much to say but 
I do want to just give a quick follow-up to the last episode. So with my crush, I reached out to, I did reach out to friends though. Um, but my therapist, I was able to just like feel my feelings with her and it was amazing. Like it was amazing. And I really learned a lot about myself. Like one, one of the major things, major takeaways from life, like honestly, like from my life so far is that when people give me an inch, I accidentally take a mile, you know? And I say accidentally because I don't think I've ever known how to not take a mile because of how, um, as always, because of how I was raised. It was very like my parents used to give to me a lot. <laughs> Sorry, I just burped. My parents would give to me a lot. Like they would give and give and give to the point where sometimes I'd be like, bitch, I don't want this. And they would get mad at me for not accepting it, which I'm sorry. As a child and as an adult, I will always fucking hate that. I'm like, bitch, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm just like, I remember being a kid like, bitch, I don't want it. Like, why are you for it? And I would get mad at them, which is why I reached a point in my life where like, I didn't value the shit that I had. Cause I'm like, I didn't even ask for this. Like you literally just gave it to me to make yourself feel better. You don't give a fuck about me or my feelings. Like, and then people call you a spoiled brat. And it's like, I will always empathize with those children because like those children need people, but like people are so materialistic. Like our society, at least America is so, can be so fucking materialistic that like it's hard to believe that like materialism is ruining the world and like hurting people and even though nowadays we know that that's true are people really rushing to stop it no because people are empty inside and like we have literally been raised to be empty inside and to crave external things to crave external validation to crave external approval to crave fucking materialism you know like and it's just so sad because at the end of the day like materials were created to like enhance what already was which was our existence which was our lives which is our survival like that is why material things existed they didn't create fire to be flashy they created fire so that the meat that we had could get cooked and like taste better you know what I mean? And I know fire is probably like a bad example because they didn't pay for fire. But what I mean is like even like look at any invention. Like it what like it was created if accidentally unless accidental, but when accidental it's because it it does enhance the experience and makes things more fun. When created on purpose, it's because there was like we needed some enhancements and someone was like, "All right, let's do that." But now instead, I feel like materialism is just now like the default right like especially me right now like i'm in my grind era and i don't want to i like to dress down like you know like i've been dressing down since i think like 2019 because 2018 and before i would always dress up right i was known for dressing up but now i don't care about dressing up i want to dress cool like i want to look at myself in the mirror and be like oh she's hot like she's sexy like i don't want to look in the mirror and be like oh she's classy like fuck that like my classy era we're taking a hiatus on that because i will always love like the classy look you know the quote-unquote classy look but like now that's just not my vibe that's just not my personality and like i'm only getting older i i could dress like this when i'm like older but i don't i don't want to you know what i mean like when i'm older i want to dress in a way that i can't even fathom right now but you get my drift. Like, I don't want to, like, stop myself from doing something. And I feel like a lot of people my age, like, in our 20s and probably in life, honestly. But 
I feel like a lot of people will literally stop themselves from doing something because people say it's embarrassing and like I relate but also I'm like to a certain extent like if I really care about something I'm not gonna care what people think I just won't tell people about it and I think a lot of people are like that um but there are also a lot of people who just are not like that like there are a lot of people who really like their entire existence is based off of like what other people told them was good or bad you know i feel like that kind of sounds stupid but i don't know like if you if you know what i mean like you know what i mean like you have some people like we all live we all live in the same society right so there are people who are like that but it's just like there are people i've noticed like there are people in the world who really like their entire existence is like what they've been told to be and I, I really, like, the reason I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if this makes sense is because we all have that issue to a certain extent, like, to a certain degree because of socialization, conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm like, no, like, especially, okay, don't, don't at me. I, I, I could be wrong. And I mean this because this is literally just a guess. I'm like, should I even guess? Because I'm not trying to offend anybody. But I feel like, like, for example, like, mixed people, like, especially, like, mixed girls, I feel like, I feel like because there is no, like, set binary where they exist and they're in between it, there's, they're always hearing different sides, like, both sides all the time like white people act this way black people act this way or indians act this way and like um what's another race like japanese people act this way like it's like you have all these cultures right like it's cultural like you have all these cultures and there's a way that you exist within it there's a way that you interact with people there's a way that you live and so with people I feel like who exists in an in-between space, it doesn't necessarily just have to be mixed people. It could also be like mixed cultural people. Um, like I'm a mixed cultural person. I think that this definitely applies to me too, but just to a certain degree. I think it does apply to me heavily, but like not to what I'm talking about because I'm talking about the people who I see who are like surpassed me in with this. With this. And... Um, in any way anyway but like it's just that like there is it, there's seemingly no identity right like there's just seemingly no identity sometimes i wonder if this is what aquarius is like like i wonder if this is an aquarius's experience because it would make a lot of sense to the detriment in the sun but it's like this existence um that's truly just based off of literally everybody else's standard except for your own and like i said everybody can relate to that we all deal with this to a certain degree but there are some people where they truly just haven't reached that point yet and they will we all do but they haven't reached that point yet and it could be at any age like it could be like some people are like 40s and still have this or like they're in their 50s and but it's like at some point they'll realize hopefully that like their personality is contrived and like it's not real 
And when I say it's contrived and not real, I mean it's just not truly accurate to the human being that they are inside. The human being that they are that makes the decisions, the human being that desires what it desires. Like, it is not true to that. And people I've noticed were like that. What happens is that they, they they just accept it like it's like it's something like when they're kids they're just like oh that's just how life is how you feel inside and how you feel is entirely separate from everything outside of you which is partially true that is not a false statement however it does matter how you feel it does matter you know, like, who and what and how internally. Like, I mean, like, it does matter. What you want does matter. What you want to do does matter. Like, these things matter. And how this all ties into the materialism thing, because, like, I just use, like, the mixed people as an example, mixed culture. I don't know if it's true, though. It's just the, the things I've noticed is, like, with mixed people... Because it's like, it, it's just, I feel like it's inevitable. Because there, and within our society, there is no set, like, group or acknowledgement of mixed people. And so they have to constantly go back and forth. They have to constantly, like, they are who they are, but because other people can't seem to recognize it, like, they always have to, like, you know, like, like, I don't know how to explain it. They just always have to, like, figure it out. Also, my AC is on. So if it just suddenly got quiet, it's because my AC was on. But it's just, like, they just, it's just, it's a constant back and forth, right? And they're just, they, they're just never seen because they're a human being. Like, they're just like everybody else. However, but because of how they look and how our society has conditioned us to view these types of people, we literally don't actually treat them like human beings. We do not treat them the way we treat ourselves. Obviously, this is a generalization. It's not for everyone. I'm also 25. I, It could be different once you hit the 30s and the 40s. These are just my observations, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, so I just noticed that. But anyway, back to the materialism. But because of all these things, and even outside of like mixed people, like this is a this is an experience that a lot of people probably like feel and it could be for many different reasons like it doesn't have to just be about ethnicity or race it like i said it could be just multicultural where like maybe you do look like um unambiguously like in a certain in a certain way sorry i just want to make sure unambiguous was the word i meant to use but maybe like you do you look like your culture like you look like you come from your culture but maybe you just don't act like it right like or maybe you just and but you don't act like it is actually enough because maybe like you just grew up in a certain like I feel like that for me like you grew up in a certain place and so you are a certain way and blah 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 blah. Anyway, um, but yeah, I've been thinking about a lot of all of these things. Ended up, and with my crush in the last episode, I was saying that I feel like he misunderstood me, but I feel like he misunderstood me simply because like he just doesn't know me, you know, and I've I'm consistently misunderstood you know what I mean like that is just since birth (laughs) at home I misunderstood outside I always I misunderstand myself like I am just a misunderstood person and I hate that for me because I'm just like but I'm always like me 
Like, so I don't understand how I could possibly be misunderstood when I'm just like, I feel like I've always been consistently myself, which is why I also get really confused when people don't understand me. But it's also like, I hate being misunderstood because it's like, when you're misunderstood, bro, like you were always villain number one because it's so easy to vilify someone, something, anything that you just don't understand. And so I feel like I consistently go through like such painful experiences and I just feel doomed. Like I just feel like there is no place for me. But, you know, the older I get, I like it's less like catastrophic in that feeling. Like with this crush, I felt that way because I feel like I'm not seen by him, right? And I also wanna add like about yesterday's episode, that was me like real time feeling. After that and reflecting um, on that episode, then also having like my therapy session where she, you know, made sure to help me like, you know, practice logic when analyzing my emotions or like feeling my emotions so that I don't go too far or just becoming logical with my reactions. Um, I don't obviously feel the way that I, like what I said in that last episode, I don't feel a lot of those things anymore because I felt them and they've departed. Like feelings are fleeting, right? Like, so they've departed, they're gone. I gave them their moment, I gave them their second. But I I always, I'm just gonna add this, I always create these episodes, even though these emotions are fleeting, is because it's like, but these are memories to me. Like these, these are life lessons that I will look back on when I'm old as fuck and just be like, bro, you know what I mean? But anyway, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, anyway, but, um, what the fuck is that? Wait, hold on, give me two seconds. Okay, just dust. I was like, what is that? Is that a bug? Is that a bug? Anyway, I'm sorry. But, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, with my crush, I just feel misunderstood. And I don't know, it's like. The way I see it, and this is going to be the end because I'm over it. Like I, like I said, I'm, I'm over it. Like, I don't care that much. Like, I did reach out to my friends about it today, um, which I'm really happy that I waited. And t- I'm, I'm happy I waited to feel my own feelings before I reached out. But um, they just, they, you know, one friend too, shout out to her. I'm not going to say her name yet because I want permission before, even though I said Matt's name in my last episode. But anyway, um, but it's a common name. So anyway, but... Um, uh with this friend like um where she just she was telling me just focus on yourself bro she was like if a guy really likes you like you're gonna know he's gonna be up on you like that's just how guys are and she's like and if you get mixed signals a mixed signal is a no and i was thinking about that where it's like no a mixed signal is an objective no you know why because it is not good for anyone to be in a situation where they're consistently getting mixed signals because that will fuck with you as a person it messes with your emotional state like it literally messes with you right when some when you think you're safe in a situation and then you're not right and so what I've really been experiencing, so this like bar cafe that I frequent at, right? I've been like, you know, going back into society, going back into the world and really just like learning how to be. Um, but with this place specifically, it's very fascinating because I find myself consistently misunderstood and also misunderstanding them. 
and it's simply because of a different culture like I literally was not I did not grow up in New York you know what I mean so it's just it's just a different culture like that's just how I see it's just a cultural difference um but anyway um but it's just like sorry I'm thinking about something (laughs) as always anyway but um somebody had said this to me a couple months ago when they were talking about somebody else and I'm like ah I see what they mean because I understood what she meant when she said it but now I'm like no I after experiencing it I understand I understand what she means anyway but um but yeah it's just a different culture and the thing is is that like I've been really trying to learn boundaries and I like like I said, the thing, the takeaway, when people give me an inch, I take a mile because there is no boundaries. And at this place, like, um, there are certain people who are really good with boundaries. And then there are some people who are not right. And those that are not good with boundaries, I feel like are the people I've been really like been around the most, but through these experiences, right. And like through talking to my therapist and all this other stuff, like I've, over these past like two and a half months like I've really grown and learned a lot and I feel humiliation I feel embarrassed and I also feel humbled in a way it's funny I want to just say this because I don't give anybody anybody any sort of satisfaction to think that they've humbled me like I'm sorry I just I don't know maybe when I'm older I'll just feel differently but I don't believe in humbling people. And I don't believe in humbling people because nine times out of 10 in my life when I've seen somebody do it intentionally, they're just like humiliating the person. Like I think people confuse humbling someone with humiliating someone. And like, that's not okay. Cause like, unless like, I don't, I don't know fam. I don't know. I'm like, mm. Because mm, a lot of people, I feel like when they retaliate, it's because they feel like something was done to them. And I'm just like, nine times out of ten, though, and I'm realizing the sealer I get, maybe nothing was done to you and you just took it personally. Like, that is true for me, right? But it's like also the old, like the more experienced people, like, for example, this bar cafe frequent at, it's like there's certain people where I'm really like, I'm like, I'm seeing myself within them. I'm also seeing how I used to be within them. And I'm just like, I'm just noticing a lot. And like what made this week so hard was the humiliation, right? Was because it's like, imagine what it looks like. Like, this is why certain people did not want to talk to me. Like, this is why certain people did not want to be around me. And it's humiliating, like for me, like not in general, not, you know, objectively, just me with a big ass ego and a big ass personality and has lived her whole life being like served by her family, whether she like liked it or not. I just have never really understood boundaries where it's like, no, like it's just no, like some things are just no's, you know, and I get scared and uncomfortable now because it's like I don't really know how to act because I feel like I've just like come into this whole new world because it's like at this like uh the bar cafe frequent at like I like set a boundary with this woman because this woman hurts me like the way that she lives hurts me because she deserves better the way that she treats me hurts me because she has whether she wants to admit it or it doesn't matter how she feels like I'm saying this because this is what I experienced when I'm with her is that it's just like bro like 
you're racist. Like, it's racist. Like, you make me feel worthless for being depressed. Because I don't understand, like, the whole thing, like, that really hurts me with this person. It's just how she just, like, I feel like you're, like, you're, like, you're wasting your life away. And it's like, excuse me? You don't fucking know me. Like, you don't know me. I can wear fucking sweatpants and a sweatshirt and still be worth a million fucking dollars, bitch. Like, that's that whole thing where black people always say where they're like, white people can wear a plain t-shirt and some blue ass jeans and nobody has to say anything. But God forbid an unambiguous black person dresses casually. She looks like shit. It's like, oh, don't trust her. And that's a real thing. Like, because I was on the train. I'm going to admit this, right? I'm going to fucking admit this shit, right? I was on the train today. And, like, this couple, like, sits on me. So this, I think, is, like, the D. It's at the orange line, right? We're over the bridge. And I'm, like, sitting, like, you know, those seats that, like, um, are against each other and, like, by the window. So I'm sitting at the window seat and this couple comes up and there's mad empty seats so i don't know why the fuck they did this but they decide to like sit around me like sit on the outside of like the chair and then on the like on the other like bench you know road if you know new york you know what i'm talking about and they're just like sitting like like they're like boxing me and i was mad uncomfortable because literally there's mad empty seats so i'm like why and at first i was gonna be like do you guys want this seat like i'm so confused like maybe they saw it before me but they wouldn't even look at me which made me a little even more nervous and the thing is is that like they you know they weren't clean cut you know they weren't clean shaven they weren't you know any of that and it was like hot as fuck and they're wearing mad clothes and so you know like you know what i mean a part of me is like oh damn like are they homeless whatever blah 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 but then you know i'm sitting there taking a moment like really observing my feelings and my actions and i was like they're probably fine like you know what i mean i was like you know like i understand it because what made me nervous truly wasn't even the way that they looked it was just the fact that like they're mad seats and they like sat around me and like when i tried to be like hey like do you want like this seat like i can move they wouldn't even look at me so like i couldn't even say it and i got too intimidated to say anything because they wouldn't look at me even though like i did open my mouth to start talking i did make some sounds you know um so i was nervous but i remember telling myself like honestly though muna you know better at this point like you've looked like this before like maybe not to this extent but like you've looked as people people have told me during the pandemic i looked homeless i looked like a drug addict like people told me all that shit right and um so i was looking at them and i was like honestly they just to me they just look depressed right and it's not even to say that like to diagnose them with depression but it's like if you are wearing layers and layers and layers of jackets in the fucking like 80 ass degree weather like you're depressed i'm sorry like it's just like because i'm like why and you know what you may not even be depressed i shouldn't say that but to me i see it that way because like i remember anytime i'm like feeling really depressed even like now i didn't start changing like it until like literally this week because it just got to be too much but it's like when you don't feel good about yourself it doesn't mean that like you hate yourself or anything but you just don't feel like you just don't feel like presenting yourself in like a bright way you layer on clothes you know what i mean like you layer on clothes maybe you wear something more casual like you just you just are hiding yourself whether i feel like it's also very unintentional you know what i mean i feel like it's just a very natural human response to just want to like hide yourself and just like not be exposed you just don't want to be seen like maybe you haven't showered in a couple days and you just don't be able to notice like it's just things like that right 
But this woman that was sitting next to me, right, um, she pulls out her phone, right? And it's like like an iPhone Max. And I was like, yeah, they're not homeless. <laughs> I was like, these bitches is not homeless. They're just dressed like that for whatever reason. But I, anyway, I bring this up, though, where it's like, no, but when you're black, even to other black people, you know, like even just to everyone, it's like when you're black and you're not like dressed in like a like like positive i don't even know i don't don't use that word it's not even that it's just like if you're just not dressed up bro like if you're just not like looking like you're gonna go somewhere important like people literally they get scared of you they judge you like i there's so many times i'll be walking i'll just be walking fast in sweatpants and motherfuckers be holding their purse like bitch nobody wants your like nobody wants your fucking purse bitch like this is new york motherfucking city if i was gonna rob somebody i would go to a wealthy ass area not some fucking tourist ass area bitch relax anyway but don't even listen to me i would never rob anybody and i feel like Maybe you shouldn't go to like a rich ass area. You're gonna rob someone. I don't know. I I think that's actually bad advice. Anyway, but um, but no. But my point is just that like um, yeah. I don't remember how I got to all that shit though. But anyway, I don't remember how I got to it. But I'll, I'll circle back because I always do. But yeah, it's just like oh yeah. But anyway, but it's just like realizing that it's just like just just that right and it's not even always like a black thing and that's something i'm realizing too like when i take that inch like when people give me an inch and i take a mile like that shit like i feel like the only time that could ever be a black thing and it's not a black thing because i i personally see it in a lot of like other races it's just that like when black people do it it's more noticeable and also in black historically i feel like black people have been like hit with this because black people have quite literally been intentionally barred from gaining any sort of wealth right so because people are purposely barring black people from gaining wealth it's like when black like black people are trying to gain wealth and they're just they they are forced they're literally put in a position where they have to like really like force themselves into some doors into some places into some situations where they're not accepted where they're not wanted but it's like they should have every right to enter these spaces if the only reason why you don't want them in there is because they're black is because you don't like their culture and also i think it's really interesting and i I will circle back because i'm not trying to say that like at this bar cafe is because i was black i do think that my blackness is what creates a lot of misunderstanding with people of color that are like are not like like if i feel like africans like i feel like haitians like um like there are certain like types of black people like like um like collective black people like in certain groups i'm still making sense of it though so please just take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt like i'm still making sense of this shit but it's just like certain um black people like it's just like me like people are like me and i don't even know what that means like so just know that but it's just like um um i'm not talking about us i'm so sorry guys please bear with me i'm so sorry i don't remember my train of thought because i was trying so hard to like make to be specific but i'm like i can't even be specific and i'm sure i feel like there's a lot of black americans who will listen to this and like know exactly what i'm talking about But I think that my whole life, I've always been scared to listen to them because I was raised to be that way. Like I was raised to 
be apprehensive and this is not a just a me thing it's not my family this is this is racism like this is white supremacy it's like when black people try to explain things like i would just like be apprehensive because i'm just like oh but like what do you know you know what i mean like and i would even think to myself like what do you know it would just be more like like what would you know how would you know and the reality is they have fucking brains right like they have fucking brains just like everybody motherfucking else and as i got older obviously it changed but like it's just messy because things happen like a day at a time (laughs) so it just it just really ain't that simple you feel me anyway um anyway but um I'm sorry. I kind of like lost myself there and I wish I could go back, but I I literally don't. I just don't remember. But it was just about like, I just don't remember what I was saying. Hold on. No, I don't want to go back. I'm sorry, guys. I just I don't want to do the work to go back and listen. Uh, Maybe I will later, but just not right now. Um, But I guess I'll just pick up where I left off and where I remember. I hope I can circle back because I literally don't remember. But it's just like certain black people I meet, they understand uh, my experiences but at the same time, like, and I kind of, like, just touched up on this, but there's just so much, like, miscommunication. There's so much, like, that's not understood. I just think I'm going to just drop this here because, like, I literally lost myself. Like, I have no idea what I was talking about because I was trying so hard to make sense of it that I was like, I shouldn't be talking about it. Like, I'm just like, I shouldn't be talking about something that I can't make sense of yet. Um, And I hope I didn't offend anybody with those words um, or any of these words. Um, But anyway, anyway... Um, I've just been realizing just a lot and I, I don't know. It's just, it's just an experience and it's just been very, oh, I remember how this whole tangent started humbling. So what was humbling about this experience though, isn't even like the people who wanted to prove that like, cause I have this thing that I go through a lot is that people think I'm better than them. And I'm just like, I don't. Like, I, like, I've literally dealt with this my entire, and this is what I mean, where I can't understand how I'm always misunderstood, because it's the same shit my whole life. Like, it's literally, I've been in the same scenarios my whole motherfucking life, which is why, like, this experience and, like, my, like, the crush that I had, um, you know, I was talking about my last episode, and just, like, all of these things, where I'm just kind of, like, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I'm over it. Like, I was telling my therapist today, I was like, I need to stop. Like, I need to stop forcing things that just aren't there you know like i like i just need to right you know i just need to stop forcing things but that's with that taking that inch in the mile thing but the humbling experience honestly was realizing that people have seen me this way like people know that i take like when you give me an inch i take a mile like people see me they see my behavior and even though i may not always understand it there's probably always someone who understands my behavior more than i do around me you feel me and so like for that reason it's just really funny (laughs) because it's just humbling because i'm like yo the people who decide to still be my friend like for real thank you like i'm just like i literally saw my therapist i was like bro like this experience just made me realize like i'm enough like i truly am enough like i don't need to prove myself to people of color who think that i'm a coon i don't have to prove myself 
to people of color who assume that because like I can project a lot of whiteness that like I think I'm better because the reality is I don't think white. I've never and I took a lot of pride in that that's why I always say that because I'm like I have never been confused I have never been confused I have never been confused the only time I was ever confused was when I was like in college is when I realized that like what I deemed as good or bad was just based off of white supremacy like I just realized that during college and then I just like moved on you know what I mean like I just like moved on and that's why for example like the whole classy thing like the way I used to dress whatever it's like I I need a break because I that is my that dressing up is my is is my personality like that is who I am like that's why I said this is my grind mode right like sorry I just heard something I was like what the fuck was that because I'm home alone there are ghosts out here anyway but it was five 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 make a wish mm. anyway but like and this is five 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 is about change so a bitch is making changes a bitch is growing she change in uh, fuck yeah anyway but it's just like realizing you know that like wait i lost my train of thought again i'm so sorry guys <laughs> i'm so sorry also i have plans and i'm so excited because i'll be meeting new people and I have a really good feeling about this. I feel like these are the type of people I should be around that are more similar to me and would understand me. Um, but yeah, okay, what do I, I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, like what I was saying. Cause now I'm just thinking about a whole bunch of stuff and I just feel bad cause I'm like, fuck, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day, but I have you know quit smoking weed on my own um i'm probably not gonna smoke weed for a long time just to like just kill the habit and when i'm ready i will you know like take a hit you know like with friends or something um but i'm done like after the experience with my crush and the way that that shit made me feel like like i told my therapist today i was like i'm enough like i like but like after that whole shit happened, like yesterday I was talking about, I reached out to like so many people, like, and not so many, like I didn't reach out to like 10 people, but I reached out to like quite a few people, like a little under 10 people, like overall about the situation. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't disrespectful. I didn't give too much information. I didn't really talk about the guy that much. I mostly just talked about myself and like what I was going through and how I was feeling. I even reached out and talked about like at this bar cafe that I frequent at, like how I've made people feel certain, like I've, I've made people feel robbed of their safe space. I made people feel bad and the reality is like it was my fault like it wasn't like i owed them anything it wasn't like something where it's like i should have known but it was like it was still true you know like it's still true except for this one guy like that frequents that i'm like remembering he's a leo if he's ever listening to this he's colombian he's a leo I'm gonna be honest, I just think he's racist. I'm just gonna fucking say that shit. Like, out of everybody at that place, even that, like, this woman that I just referenced where I'm like, she's racist, the difference is she doesn't know any better. This person is racist and, like, knows it. Like, like in his head, he knows he does not like black people. And I just have to just take a moment to say that because I, he's just nothing to me. And if he ever tries to talk to me, I'm just gonna be like, Ew. 
just ew i don't fuck with racist bro like i don't fuck with racist like i don't and it's like saying that is so funny because you might be like but i'm like no most people do fuck with racist and they know that they do i remember growing up and like people and me being like you know so and so is racist and like you know a lot of people are racist because even if you're a person of color you know you're fucking racist <laughs> like racism affects everybody like anyway 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 but it's like, to me, a true racist is someone, and I'll be real, I genuinely believe that like true racists are rare. Like I genuinely believe that shit and I could be wrong, but that's just something I genuinely believe because most people are racist because they want to get ahead in the world. That is what I fucking believe, right? Like people like having people below them because that means they're one step closer to the motherfucking top but then you have motherfuckers like this white colombian leah i'm so sorry this is so fucked up for me to say if i'm wrong i'm wrong i'm so sorry nobody knows who the fuck he is so it's okay i don't i literally do not do not know his name so i don't know but i just had to just eh, i just want to talk my shit i feel so bad for saying this um if you listen do not send hate because like you're not any better like i'm sorry you're like not like hating somebody who has done absolutely nothing to you is bad like that there's i don't feel like anything justifies that now i get it if you like maybe hate someone because they're doing something bad to other people cool fine but like it like anyway but with this person it's just that like i feel like when he looks at me it's like the nerve like i like that like to me that's a true racist it's like when you as a person of color right you're just like and even as a mas- like even massage whatever like whatever prejudice like people who are truly truly aligned and they are the embodiment of any sort of prejudice it's like they can't even look you in the eye because they're just so fucking mad that you are living like them like and by living like them that could mean anything but it's like being happy having opportunity like because like i said it's like some people and like for me a true racist is someone who's like you will never be treated the way that i treat people that i see as like similar to me like you will never get get like that basic respect and that like for example eye contact like you know what i mean like and the thing is that doesn't mean if someone doesn't give you eye contact that they're racist blah 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 this is a very specific scenario and if you know you motherfucking know but they can't even look you in the motherfucking eye because if they did it would just be filled with so much disgust or hatred or vengeance and it's like everyone can see it you know what i mean like you can see it on their faces and so like they just avoid or they'll or they're those people who like you just feel like they're just and they're fake as fuck because they're scared that people are gonna see that they're racist like they're scared that we're gonna see that shit because it's like they're truly racist and like they don't know how to deal with it like they just don't know how to deal with it damn i feel so bad i'm not gonna lie i might edit that shit out i don't know if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'd be like, well, that's what I thought. Maybe I'm wrong. But it's like, I have no desire to ever talk to this person. Like, for real. Anyway, because it's like, that's just how I feel. Because I'm like, you can't even look me in the eye and you just look so angry that I'm here and that I exist. And it's just like, I literally have never done anything to you. 
And, like, that's the type of person where, like, they would love you. Like, they're so kind to you. They're so good to you when you, like, when you make yourself smaller. Like, when you're, like, when you speak when you're spoken to type shit, those are the type of people who are the nicest to you. Like, that's, like, and that's why when, and this is why I'm referencing when it's, like, when I was growing up and, like, really, like, I feel like that's why I've just been learning at 25 is, like, really understanding, like, racism, you know? Understanding, like, yo, these motherfuckers are racist. And again, if you're racist, I don't think you're a bad person. Like, that's why, like, talking about race is so annoying now is because I'm like, well, the only way to stop being racist is to acknowledge that you are racist. But it's like, how the fuck is anybody supposed to do that when, like, everyone just attacks you and calls you a bad person when you're racist? Don't get it twisted. If you are a bad, if you're, like, a bad person who's also a racist and for me a bad person is like people who go out of their way to like fucking like ruin people's lives like you like unprovoked like you're just like nah like if i can't be happy nobody can be happy like to me i'm like well that's a bad person because it's like that's a bad person to have in your life you know what i mean like does it mean that like they're rotten i mean (laughs) but you know what i mean um and it's really easy to think like when people are doing something that you don't like or when people are crossing boundaries that you have not expressed you know um it could or even if you have expressed it but people just like they're just they just don't get it because that that was definitely me um it's easy to vilify it because you're like you're doing this on purpose and it's like they're probably not though like that's why i'm really realizing like no like most people are just reacting to their own insecurities and we don't know what their insecurities are and so for that reason we attack them you know like we or we get defensive or we are just like they're a bad person because like i feel some type of way and like like they're like they're just like they're just chilling you know what i mean like they're just like chilling like and their chilling is like hurting me in a way that just like damn you know what i mean and so at this bar cafe like i really have been doing that but i didn't understand it you know like i didn't really like get how i was doing it because like i said i've just always been like this and i come from a family that is like this i come from a culture that is like this and so it's just like i just never knew i never understood and i reflect now and i feel humiliation because i feel humiliation and humbled but i feel the humiliation because it's like damn bitch like like damn you know you're so fucking clueless and i don't mind being clueless because that's just i just be clueless bro i just i'm not gonna hate myself anymore like i said spoke to my therapist today i was like i'm enough i i got mad love in my life i have a bright future like it's like i'm chilling like i'm for real i'm chilling you know um but the humiliation's like, yeah, of course you're fucking chilling, right? Like, of course you're chilling. But it's like, bro, like, I know what it feels like to get your boundaries crossed. Like, that woman I was talking about where it's like, I care about her. And, like, people don't understand that. Like, I genuinely care about her. If I did not care about her, I wouldn't have ever set those boundaries. I would have never worked so hard to set those boundaries i would not have gone back on my boundaries to try again you know like i do care about her health i care about her well-being and most importantly i care about her safety 
Because it's like, this woman is just not in a good state. I even made a whole podcast episode when I was reacting to it, but it was like still new. And the thing is like, your first reaction is like, obviously not your most thought out reaction. My first reaction, I was laughing. Because like, when I'm like, presented with something that's like, really just like a lot, I laugh. Which creates so many misunderstandings. But I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. And so it's like with this woman, I couldn't help but laugh because I was like, what the fuck is happening? You know what I mean? Like, what's happening? And I felt really scared. I didn't know what to do, right? Now it sucks because I feel like I'm the villain. And people are like, oh, because like I said, people often think I think I'm better than them. And I think that's just, I think that is just people projecting their internalized racism onto me. I, like I said, I project whiteness And so, like, and I'm not, I say project whiteness because, like, I don't believe in acting white. (laughs) And I, I don't identify as white. Like, I really, really don't. Like, and I feel like I always have to, like, explain that to people (laughs) because they don't believe me. Because, like, because people will be like, well, if you don't think that you're white, then why do you act like that? I'm like, I don't know. I just talk like this. I just act like this. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Anyway, um... (laughs) anyway so um but I also think it's because in my life like I genuinely believe it's because I I heard like English like how people speak English I heard um white people speaking English like my family did not speak like my family had to like get better at English throughout my life And so when I did speak English, like when I was learning English, it was predominantly by white people, like suburban white people. So I I feel like that's why I have the standard American accent, because it's like when I was in Iowa, which was when I was six years old, and that's like first grade. And that's why I really learned how to like truly like read chapter books and like learn so much. And then I spent two years in New York after that. And both times I had white teachers. And that was just coincidence, I think. But also, I think, well, no, it's not coincidence. It's like, there were no black teachers. We know that. But the school, the elementary school I went to was like just like, it was a really good school in that they cared a lot about teaching the students about culture and about, like, self-respect and self-love, you know, and how to love your community. Like, I, I, PS 119, like, I went to that school. That is my life. I love that school. Um, it will always be a school that like is cherished to me because it taught me so much like fundamental things that like propelled me in my life. And that was only second and third grade. It taught me etiquette. It taught me cursive. It taught me like that school taught me how to believe in myself. That school told me I was smart. I did not get straight A's. Well, back then it was like numbers. I didn't get like straight fours. Like I didn't like my marks were not they were average, right? Like they were very, very, very average. Like it, it rained, it truly did range from one to four, but they saw me and they understood the society that we live in. And so for that reason, like the way that they treated me, I will never fucking forget that. And I was second and third motherfucking grade. Like I will never forget that. And if it were not for that, like, I don't think I would have ever been able to survive Fredericksburg. Like, I don't think I would have ever been able to. Because when I went to fourth grade, 
people were so mean to me and I didn't understand why, but it was just racism, classism, you know, it was just all of those things that had nothing to do with me, right? It had to do with the society that I was now in, right? Um, but anyway, um, I don't know how I got to all of that, but I'm, oh yeah, just how I speak standard English. And then so in Virginia, you know, like I didn't have a Southern accent and like I noticed Southern accents and I did not, I mean, I don't know, like I didn't hang out with like people who had Southern accents because a lot of them, I'm sorry, like just specifically at that time, they were really mean and racist. So I did not hang out with people who had that accent often. Um, but yeah, but I would be around people who spoke standard English or had a standard accent. And I think that's just how I ended up speaking the way that I do. And I watched a lot of like, like I watched a lot of like white television as well. So I think that's just why I talk the way that I do. And I think that a lot of people are just surprised because I think that every day, you know, people are combating racism. And so like the barriers that have once existed and really limited human beings from expressing themselves and like really fully being themselves, that's like, that's going away. So I feel like that's why in my life, like people are always so surprised and stunned because they're just like, well, I didn't think it was possible. And I'm like, and that makes me sad because I'm like, bro, then that means that you truly do believe that we are not the same. You know what I mean? Like that, like that's how I see that. Cause it's like, but anyone can act like anyone. Like, oh, the whitest human being in the fucking world, like literally lack melanin, burning the goddamn sun. You put that motherfucker in the hood, they're gonna be hood. Like it's just it's just what it is. Like human beings is how they are. They just adapt to their environment. Like a dog is gonna be a dog no matter what continent it's in. You know, we can recognize that, yet with ourselves, we don't. With ourselves, we see like all of these like nuances and see them as just like these binaries that we need to live and die by, right? Whether it's for economic reasons, whether it's for just fear, whether it's because like I said, motherfuckers just want to get ahead. They're like, fuck, I don't give a shit about equality. I want to be at the top, (laughs) you know what I mean? And like, I'm gonna be real, they're valid for that. Are they justified? I don't think so. But it's just like, they're valid for that because I do believe everyone's feelings are valid like you know what I mean like you can't control how you feel and how you feel is a result of your of your life and who you are so it is what it is but like justified I don't think so that's just my personal opinion anyway so I'm really happy (laughs) because after all of that like I'm just like you know what I'm embarrassing and I you know like Ugh, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm trying to, like, tell myself, well, at least you've gotten better. Because now I feel like, like, I feel like I can make myself fit in without making myself smaller. Because I finally identified the boundaries within myself that, like, have not been taken seriously. Okay, I didn't, that w- I didn't word that right. I'm sorry. I understand boundaries better now. That's what I mean to say. And so for that reason, um, yeah, so for that reason, um, I just, I've changed and I've grown. And I've had to accept so many things in the past like two and a half weeks, like since Say Something, 
like I've just really been having humbling experiences because it's like yo like people really don't know how to express their boundaries I used to be like that but no one can cure that for you except for yourself and it's very very hard and like I love my therapist because she'll always be like it's work <laughs> like when I'll be like talking about she'll be like yes it's work and she's really understand like nah like when you work on yourself it's work and it's hard work and it takes time takes years and she was telling me that from the beginning she's like girl it's only been six months like i mean that was six months ago now it's been like seven eight months but it's gonna take more time it's it's not it's not gonna end here it's not gonna be quick you know what i mean like it's gonna take time for real and so for that reason um it matters like I move from humiliation to being humbled which I think honestly I think language wise like I said I think people do confuse humiliation with being humble like with humility like humbling like I think hum like humiliation and like I want to say humble I don't know but like humbling like I think people confuse the two because humbling is not a bad feeling like humiliation hurts but humbling, like feeling humble does not hurt, at least not for me. Like it's very grounding. And I feel like that makes sense to what being humbling, being humbled is like, it's essentially you coming closer to the ground, you know, like you really coming down to earth and realizing like you are up in the clouds, you are in your head, living a reality that only stars you. And as great as that is sometimes, other times it's just intrusive because a Leo and Aquarius, I have a Leo rising, so it makes sense. But it's like Leo and Aquarius, like you got to like go into the Aquarius energy where it's like, but you are a part of a community and your actions affect those around you, you know, like really understanding that. And it doesn't mean you have to like change yourself. It just means you have to just watch yourself and just be respectful. And that's really, really what I've learned, you know, and I'm proud of that. And I'm just so humbled by the fact that there are so many people in my life who genuinely love me, flaws and all, lack of boundaries and all. So it's like these people, I feel so grateful because I'm like, bro, like if you loved me then, just wait till you see me now. You know what I mean? Like now that I'm actually like slower, more patient, like more calm, like really just like, you know, like just taking a breath and being like, you are not in danger right? Like you are not in danger. Like you are not alone and you are not empty inside. You know, like you don't need anything outside of yourself. I mean, you do, but like, <laughs> you get what I mean. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking all over the place right now, but I'm just feeling the vibes. So we're just going to feel the vibes. We're going to feel the vibes. We're feeling the vibes. This podcast is all about feeling the vibes. But yeah, so it's just like, I just, I'm, humbled by the people in my life and i'm just proud of myself for learning because i'm sorry like i'm really sitting here and i'm like 
no bitch you've really learned because i'm like compared to where we were like you've really really learned and that makes me very very happy you know um but i also think too that i am also misunderstood and that my blackness is why people misunderstand me because they misunderstand blackness has nothing to do with me (laughs) like i said my personality has always been consistent people who knew me in high school can meet me now and be like she's the same bitch like you know what i mean like even healthier even if i'm healthier now they're like nah she's the same bitch she stay advocating for shit and nobody cares like, you know what I mean? like <laughs> she stay feeling like she has to be so, like because i you know what i mean like there's certain like it's just the things that shine about me always do and also like the thing I think too that will never change about me because I will fight for this because bitches try it. But it's like, and by bitches, I don't mean women. I literally mean human beings. Anyway, <laughs> but people try it where it's like, um, yeah, I, I do pat myself on the back. I do love myself. I do look at myself and be like, we're doing this. Because I felt like I grew up like almost as an only child. And like, I grew up with a with parents and people around me who really were like you 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 right like i said like it was all about me and it wasn't even always all about me but they just made it all about me you know what i mean and so like i just this is how i process life it's it's all about me (laughs) and now i'm like no it's not about you and like seeing like now like getting healthier and reaching a point where i can identify people who are stuck in their head and think everything's about them i'm like oh my god like i was so annoying like i get why people said i was so annoying because they're like they probably just want me to be chill and i'm like girl i don't know how to be chill <laughs> i don't know how to be chill bro i don't know how to be chill <laughs> i don't know like i'm still learning bro like i'm still learning bro <laughs> but i also think that i will learn how to be chill once i find the right outlets to like where i can like not be chill the place i frequented at i didn't want to be chill but like i had to be chill and i hated that shit and it's because i think i think actually i'm not gonna say because i think it's because i'm black but like i don't know i don't know because like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't know. I don't think that those people are racist at all. So it's just like, I don't think it has to do with my blackness, but I think that's just the, the only thing I could think of. Um, but I can't like just, but I don't think it's my blackness. I genuinely think it's because they are afraid that the whiteness that I project, like a part of that whiteness is racism and is just automatically writing them off and looking down on them. Um because of that and so ironically no it's not because of the blackness it's not because not because i'm black um but yeah but the thing is is that um i don't think i'm better than anybody as an african trust me this country teaches you very quickly from the from the moment you step on this planet like on this planet on this land that like you're not shit i don't think you're shit and you'll never be shit like that is how this country treats immigrants first of all but the blacker the immigrant the darker the immigrant the louder that that rhetoric is and so um yeah you know what i mean but it's also funny because i've been observing myself with people and i've been i've just learned so much and i just feel like i'm just so happy 
Because I'm like, when now being around the right people, it'll just be great. Like all of the like inhibitions, everything that was holding me back, like is just floated away because I am enough. My flaws do not make me a bad person because the people who love me, I just, they're people that I just feel so blessed to be loved by that I'm just like, I don't care. You know, like I literally, I don't, I don't care. I just don't care about anything else. I just want to be happy. I've been humbled. I've been humiliated. And now that chapter is over. And um, I do worry and fear that like, because my therapist was like, you know, you can still work on your boundaries with that place that you frequent at. But I definitely need a break. You know, like I need a break because I just don't think these people understand how much they mean to me. You know, and like, I don't care to make them understand either. Because, like, I've tried, and they just they didn't understand it. And so, again, I'm just not going to force it. But it's like, I really love the people there, and I really love that space. Because the experience that it gave me is priceless. And I don't think that they understand that. Because I feel like a lot of people that I meet there too, um, not a lot, but like there are two specific people that I meet there, uh, that I met there that I feel like are very desperate for opportunities and very determined to be opportunistic, which I don't really like. I think it's very dangerous to be that way. And it's very dangerous to have people like that in your life. Um, that woman I was talking about was like, I do care about her, which is why I don't talk to her anymore. It's like, she has a lot of resources. She has a lot to offer. And she just has this horrible habit of just giving, you know, like just really giving it away. And I know that she vilifies me. I know that she's angry at me and hates me for, um, I won't say hate, but like, I know that she feels some type of way because of the fact that I just don't want to talk to her or just like be around her. But it's just like, it's because I care. It's because I see you and I'm like, you are in pain and you need real help. But the type of help where like, you need to stop what you're doing and like really just like take a breather. And I'm really scared that something bad is going to happen to her and nobody around her is going to care because of her behavior because I've been there that is what I'm like that is where I'm coming out that's what I'm coming out of right now you know like my personality my behavior was so bad that like or at least perceived to be so bad because I was going through a lot like this woman too it's like nobody's like mean because they want to be like most people are cruel because they're in pain it's a cry for help, for real. But like, they don't even realize that they're crying out for help. They're just reacting to the pain. It's like when you get a gash on your leg, like you might start crying, you might start gritting your teeth. But when you have internal emotional pain, like, it's just like, 
it's just you just you're per- like you're just reacting like you know what i mean like it's just you reacting sometimes people cry a lot sometimes people yell a lot like but it's just internal pain and so it's just like it's just so frustrating because it's like with this woman like i look at these people and they're vilifying me and i want to fight all of them like i want to fight all of them especially her dealer anyway but i want to fight all of them because i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you people how can you see someone in this state and only care about money and it's because people are desperate for money but i'm gonna be honest with you i'm like well maybe you just need to reevaluate your expenses right or just really reevaluate your mental health because it's like you can't like it, you can't keep going on like this like i'm so sick and tired of people being like well i'm like i need money like I, i'm like well if you're if you always need money it's never gonna be enough you could have a million motherfucking dollars and still be in debt and like i feel like that i'm mm, fuck republicans i'm sorry love y'all not really <laughs> When I say love y'all, I mean I love all human beings. But Republicans, I feel like Republicans aren't changing though. I'm not gonna hold you. I feel like a lot of because the people that I grew up with who are like legit Republicans, like they don't like like they're not they're not down for like this Trump shit. Like I mean, like like when that Trump thing happened, that's when they were like, wait, wait, this is not the party I thought it was. But I will say like. I was thinking to myself on the train, I was thinking about this thought where it's like, LOL. I'm like, I wonder if like Republicans like did not think like this is their like surface level response to these to these types of things where they're just like, well, you know, like you're just using it as an excuse. And it's like, it's not an excuse. Like, I don't believe in that because I believe that people genuinely just don't know. Like they literally like they just don't know how like to save themselves except to get more money and that's what i was talking about at the beginning of the episode where i'm like and that's not even their fault that is literally society's fault like that society intentionally like marketing firms intentionally advertising firms intentionally businesses intentionally like this is all intentional governments lobbyists lobbyists i'll say it again lobby like it's all intentional and like this, I, that's why I get so frustrated with people because I'm like, especially now where people are just, like I said in an essay of mine, it's intellectual, like intellectual fetishization and it fucking disgusts me. People just want to talk about this so they can feel smart because they feel powerless to it, especially if they're just now realizing these things. It's disgusting. I hate it. Like I hate it. I don't hate them. I just hate that. Because when I hear, especially as a black woman, when people sit there and, like, talk to me about this shit, I'm like, bro, like, fuck you. And I really had to learn this because I met this Native American girl. And LOL, it was the episode, like, racists are miserable too, trust me, whatever. But it was, like, this, like, half Native American girl. And how I was talking about, like, the, like, how, um they had dis- like the residential schools this was last year how they discovered all those bodies and had mentioned it. i was like how sad it was and just seeing how dejected like my comment made her and how like seemingly bro- like like why are you say- like literally as if she's like why are you saying it why are you talking about it and it really really made me look at myself because i was just like like when i saw her reaction like it broke me 
Because when I mentioned that, it wasn't to hurt her. It was to be like, no, I understand. But clearly I don't. Because I'm talking about a massacre of her people. And my tone... Like, just, just, and even, like, like, I understand, bitch, it's not about understanding. It's about the fact that these innocent children were murdered. And nothing has ever been done about it. It doesn't matter if you understand. You understanding is like a baby step. Because a lot of people just end there. And so it's like, even with that, as a black person, it's like, I get so annoyed with people when they're like, oh, like, I hate people talk about white people. I hate people talk about, like, colorism. I hate, like, my crush, like, he's not my crush anymore. He's my old crush, okay? We have to move on. Anyway, but it's like, like him, like, he, he brought up colorism, whatever. And I was just, it made me feel bad about myself because I'm like, thank you. Because I, like, sarcastically, I mean, I didn't say anything because I was just sad. Like, I was really just sad. I couldn't even respond because I'm like, you're making me feel like shit. Like, it's all I could think to myself. And I felt so bad that I couldn't even say anything. But anyway, it's like um, this, like, homeless, like, black man, like, comes up to us. And I'm, like, the only black person in out of the three of us. It's, like, this white girl and then this, like, Hispanic guy. And they're, like, he's, like, can ask for money. And they're, like, saying no. And I also said no. And he gets super mad at me. And he's like, I don't, he was like, I don't like blacks. Like, I don't know why you thinking I'm into you. Like, I don't even like blacks. It's like, bitch, what the, f-? I was mad confused. I was like, and he's like mad close to me. So he's like, his spit gets on my face. And, you know, I'm used to it. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, I'm used to it. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, but it's just like the my crush was this like the first night i ever met him and that night i didn't i wasn't crushing on him or anything like that like my crush developed later on um and i'll be honest my crush developed when i saw how he was with my family because like for me like that matters a lot like i want a partner and like my partner like has to be able to like deal with my family because i'm very family oriented and it's like this will also become your family like so that really matters a lot to me but anyway so at this time i didn't really like him like that because i didn't know him um but it's just what was crazy was just and it's so ironic because i feel like he stopped liking me because like he's like oh she wouldn't fit into my family i don't know i think about that sometimes but in my last episode i talk about this where i like i draw um parallels and a lot of times it's probably like made up because like life isn't that simple you know what i mean where you could be like oh it's just like this this is the rule you know what i mean like life isn't like that anyway but um but he had said to me, and I just want to mention this because I just want to mention this for people in general so they just know. He had said to me, he goes, oh, I was like, he was like, if he had like pushed in like and tried to do something, I would have punched him. And in my head, and I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I said, he, I wasn't crushing him at the time. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't care enough to tell him. But it's just like in my head, I was just like, if you really cared, I was like, if I were some white girl, like in my last episode, I talk about this. If I was that French girl, he wouldn't even allow that man to even come near me, let alone to even have the opportunity to do any of that. And so that's my whole thing with like people and like, and then later, later in like, I think it was like 30 minutes later, maybe 15 minutes later, because the white girl had to go back inside to work. Anyway, um, and I feel weird calling her a white girl because it's like, I just, I'm just trying not to like be too specific with names and things like that because I do want to respect people's privacy as much as I can. 
Um, and yeah, sorry. Anyway, but, um, but he and I, we, you know, we kept talking or whatever. And it was just interesting because I was like, yeah, you know, racism, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. I wasn't really like trying to go that deep into it. I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm used to it. Like racism, internalized racism, whatever. And he goes, and it's also colorism, you know? And like, I remember he started talking and like, I just stop listening because that made me that hurt my feelings and the reason why that hurt my feelings wasn't because he was wrong it wasn't because he said it but it's because so you know that and yet clearly you don't understand it enough to under like to realize that like you would have protected that white girl so much more you would have protected me even if you didn't know her like like i don't think people understand how like for me as a human being it's disgusting yes with the um, with with the emphasis it's disgusting that people can sit there and like know all of these things and still do nothing and that ties back into that native american thing where it's like people just read it and they're like it's so sad and then they want to just talk about it forever but nobody actually wants to do shit to change it because people don't believe that they can actually do anything to change it because a lot of people they don't really live lives they want to live. They just they just live lives that they think they're supposed to live. So it's like even if something as simple as doing what you want as an individual is so hard, how is the idea of like changing the world for the better through your actions and through your influence on other people, how is that even supposed to be fathomable? Like, truly, truly riddle me that. Like, how is that supposed to be fathomable to people when they can't even get away with setting boundaries? When they can't even get away with being like, well, I just don't want to do that. Or, like, they can't even get away with being like, I don't want to feel like shit just because I'm black. And people are allowed to treat me like shit. Like, really like people want to talk about making the world a better place what is the world getting better because of that (laughs) and so it's just like that's why like when i was in high school like i was belligerently in my activism but like but i knew once i turned 18 and moved to new york i was like yeah the older i get the less i'm just gonna say because it's like at this point like we already know it's just a matter of you need to figure out what you're gonna do about it for yourself and also for everyone else but for yourself first, to be honest, because y- you got to work on yourself first before you can try to work on anybody else. But yeah, like it's just like all of these like realizations, all of these things. And it's like just also just coming back to myself and feeling healthy and feeling good and feeling like I'm enough and just feeling just good, you know? But anyway, um, and it's just ironic because I also just feel hum- I also do feel humiliation. But like I said, it's like if I can feel this humiliation, if I can feel all of these things and still have people who genuinely care about me, where it's like when I reach out to them randomly and I'm like, please, I need some advice. Like, uh, and they're just like, they really like sit there and write me essays, right? Like they're like, I want like, bro, like I got you. That means the world to me that is priceless 
to me. It's priceless. It's priceless. Like, that's the type of shit in life money can never buy. Never. Genuine love can never be bought. That's why love is so powerful. And even with this woman, even though everyone thinks I fucking hate her, it's like, no, I love her. She reminds me of my mom when my mom was like her age. And minus like, you know, her bad habits. It's just the belligerence. Like (laughs) she reminds me of me when I was younger because like, you know, before I went to therapy and got better, you know, like, and she genuinely does want better for herself. She just doesn't know how. And it's like, I just, I just, I'm scared for her. Like I'm genuinely scared for her. And I'm like not going to sit there and, you know, pretend. Pretend like everything's okay when it's not. And after coming out of this and like really realizing like the people who abandoned me that I thought were my friends, they, they were my friends. They just felt the way that I do now where they were just like, I can't. Like, I just, I can't keep watching you deteriorate. And I do not know how to make it better. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and act like everything's okay. Because it's not. It's just not okay. And um, love is priceless. Cannot be bought. It cannot be understated. And it cannot be ignored. But yeah, so I'm just happy. And I'm happy in a way that I don't think I've ever been happy. Because I said in a previous episode, I was like, I never feel like enough. And that's a good thing. And I'm like, that's bullshit. I feel like I'm enough. And I feel even more capable than I did before. And again, that's why this podcast means a lot to me. is because it's, it's the proof. Like I said, I have that viral video out of me. People gonna see it one day. And all I'm going to do is be like, bro, I worked on myself. Everyone's like, I like, I have nothing to say. Like, you know what I mean? Like with that, I have nothing to add. Like, I have nothing to say. Like, I have nothing to say. And all I have is proof that I've learned. And I've literally recorded it. I've documented it in public. You know, the same way that was public, this is public. And it's embarrassing. (laughs) It's humbling and humiliating. Um... But it's just priceless. And I, I, I'm happy because I'm like, this is what life is about. Shout out Lex Friedman. I love that man. Or Frid, Fridman? Fridman. Lex Fridman? Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> love the man. Because he often like um, echoes this rhetoric too um, with his guest. Where he's just like, this is what life is about. I mean, I definitely think that Lex is ignorant to the emotional side of life and that became very apparent to me um when because in his one of his latest episodes with dan reynolds who's the uh lead singer of imagine dragons um i first of all dan reynolds i feel like he and i are low-key the same person just low-key we're not the same person because 
I feel like listening to him, I learned so much more than I've ever known. I don't think I would have ever learned those things on my own because we are different people. But I do think that we're, we have very key things that are so similar that really makes me respect him in a way that it just has nothing to do with his work, but him as a man, him as a person, um, but also him as a man, because like in our society, like his character, right, like is not easy uh to have as a man you know anyway but um he was talking about with the amber heard and johnny depp situation how it was like it was painful you know like it was painful and watch i completely agree like if you understand meaning like you've experienced the turmoils and most artists have right but when you've experienced these emotional turmoils like it's hard to watch someone suffer it because it's like if you have nothing to offer it's just hard to just sit with it because you are feeling what they're feeling now i will say this it says a lot about how you've dealt with your turmoil depending on how you deal with somebody else in turmoil Because, for example, my family, like my parents specifically, I feel like they ran away. And I feel like that's indicative of how they've dealt with their own turmoils. And that's what I was taught. But now I don't want to run away anymore. And I'm doing everything every day to make sure I don't run away. Because when you run away from turmoil, you run away from euphoria, from catharsis. You run away from the end of that turmoil. Because the only way through is through, right? You just got to go through it and it will end. But, um, but with Dan, you know, he's talking about that. I completely under, I felt the same way. I, I think, I don't know if I, uh, cause you know, I'd be unpublishing episodes sometimes. I don't know if I unpublished this episode, but I was upset with Lex, um, in one of the, one of his other like earlier episodes uh like i think like two weeks ago maybe i think it was like from two weeks ago and like he just talks about this case and i'm like it just gets on my nerves because he's just so excited and i'm like bro these are real people and when people get excited about shit like that i'm just like it tells me that you've never experienced this and lex is right this is what life is all about but i feel like it's easier for him to say that in his position because he has yet to experience these things like lex has also talked about how i mean he doesn't say he has intimacy issues but in his episode with um huberman right i forgot his first name but like the huberman from huberman labs that episode when he talks about like his this like his current state of um when it comes to relationships specifically romantic ones and like that discomfort he has and i'm like well that's that's what that is it's like there's this humanity like there's this human aspect of him and i feel like it does have to do with like stem our society logic white culture like i think has to do with a lot of things in this world outside of himself that in slow small ways um it's like small consistent ways throughout his life it is said like do not be emotional do not show your emotion. Do not lose control. Like even wearing the suits and things like that. It's like, it's a matter of control. It's a matter of 
appearing a certain way but being a human being is more than your projections it's more than what you put out into the world it's also the you that you cannot control and that is your flaws that is your trauma that is you reacting to inner pain or outer pain like there's there's so much to our humanity that we can control like i said with emotions you can't control that like if someone hurts your feelings you can't control that all you can do is con- is control how you react to it, how you express yourself to them after you feel it. But like, if you got like, if a dog bit you when you were like five years old and you had no control over that event, first of all, and so now you're scared of dogs. And one day when you're like 20 years old, right? It's like somebody that you know has a dog and the dog comes up to you and you're like, bro, like stay away from me. Like, I don't want to be around your dog. And this person takes it hella personally for whatever reason. Maybe they've just never known anybody to have gotten attacked by a dog before. They've never known anybody to be afraid of dogs before, even if they have been attacked by dogs before. And they see your behavior and they're just like, yo, you're scary. Like, not you're scary, but they're like, yo, like you're overreacting. Like my dog is nice. Like, just take it personally. This is a bad example, but you get what I mean. It's like, but they can't control the fact that they they are uncomfortable around your dog. They can't control that because there's a reason. They constantly remember how a dog has literally given them trauma that has affected who they are, the fabric of their being. Like, you know what I mean? Because when you're like five, like that's... So it's just like, no, like this is very like almost innate where it's like, no, like dogs, like my, like my development as a human being was like, stay away from these creatures. They will hurt you because it's happened before. Remember this, remember this, remember this, like in your brain, just like triggering you so that you know to stay the fuck away from that. So it doesn't happen again, even though your brain is not understanding that like, this is not the same situation. And that's like PTSD. I think I used an example in another a lot, an episode like months ago where it's about like the bottle pop and like, you know, um, like an army veteran or whatever and like bombs, like how it sounds similar, but it's not the same. But it doesn't change the reaction from being the same. Um, and so with, um, so yeah, so like with Lex and things like that, I get mad because I'm just like, bro, like, how would you feel if like you finally opened up your heart like you finally after everything he said after everything he's been through because i don't know lex right and i'm not saying this where it's like like these are all speculative and i don't even believe it's entirely accurate because we're so much more complex than all of that but it's just like how would you feel if you finally opened up your heart to someone and all of this ugliness all of this trauma that you've never been able to express before finally comes out because you finally for the first time you feel safe you feel good right like you feel loved unconditionally because you probably are right and it just goes bad like it just goes because this, this is new like you are attacking people like you know like you're angry like literally the amber because that's how i see amber heard and johnny depp especially with amber i feel like because i look at her age and i'm like i'm sorry but that plays a big factor for me because it's just an objective thing where it's like 
she's young like when she got like bro and then she like the life that she's living people like, oh, that's an excuse and i'm like well look at yourself because i'm be honest with you the people who are the hardest on amber heard are the people who honestly are just as flawed as she is because i see it in their behavior i see it in how they go about things right like the real people that i've seen like attack her i'm like bitch you're just as cruel as like how she's projected to be by the media that's why it's so easy for you to vilify her it's probably how you vilify yourself but i look at amber and i'm like damn like y'all like and y'all literally were shitting on johnny jeb just like what two three years ago like you're so fake it's all so fake and what johnny did like (sighs) johnny's actions are so much more than this relationship and i mark my words time will show that amber is going to be fine because she's gonna learn from this because guess what she's young and she honestly didn't know any better. I genuinely believe that. Whereas with Johnny, he knew exactly what he was doing. He was just wrong. Anyway. So with that, I look at Lex and I'm like, well, you would be Amber. Hypothetically. Because it's like you have so much that you've never experienced or released within yourself. And like, when it happens, you're gonna be out of control. Cause like, you're gonna have to learn how to control it and like, you've never learned how to. It's gonna be messy and it's gonna be bad. But if you're lucky, right? It'll be be with someone who understands and loves you regardless. Unless you're not lucky and you end up like Johnny and Amber and the whole world is looking at you and judging you and vilifying you and talking about you as if they fucking know you. And in reality, all they're doing is talking about themselves. That's all they're doing. And this is your real life. And with this podcast, that's kind of my goal. Is that I'm hoping that when people listen to me talk about my life, it makes them think about their own life. I mean, I that was always my goal. I've never thought about a misunderstanding. My misunderstanding was more like if I ever talk badly about somebody that people are going to treat them horribly, even though I did low-key dock somebody. I always think about that episode. I might, you know, I really might, um, I probably might redo that episode because the more I heal, the more I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if that was the smartest thing to do. I didn't like leak his address, but you know, definitely like put out his at and like his city, LOL, you know, but I don't know. Maybe that's like not that bad. I don't know. I don't fucking know, but I don't think putting his at was bad because I'm like, no, for real. Like I want to warn women. I want to warn women where I'm like, and I think we should do that more often. Not like, pl- like blast people online, but I do think that like, women like we should share these things and be like this guy took a screen recording of me and then we should have solidarity and be like no i'm not gonna date him as cute as i think he is you are literally an unsafe person because if you can do that to her you can do that to me 
And boys, they'll be manipulative. I would never do that to you. Of course not. Of course not. Because I'm not going to give you the chance. You feel me? Anyway. And I do think uh, girls are learning that. Like, I definitely think that, like, a lot of girls know that. You know what I mean? Um, So I'm not even too worried. Like, the younger generation, they know. Generation Alpha? Alpha? They know. Anyway. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, I'm just happy, for real. Like, it all makes sense. You know? Like, it's all starting to really make a lot of sense. And I'm just happy. I'm happy to finally let go of feeling like there's something I'm doing wrong. Because now I know. And now I can just stop it. And I look at my life and it's like, it's filled, like there there are enough um, sprouts in my little garden that I've been tending to since my mental breakdown. And I'm like, this is, I'm happy. I'm happy with these sprouts, you know? Um, but yeah, like... <sighs> yeah. Um, I'm happy. And I'm proud. And I just feel good. <laughs> I feel so good. Um... I feel good and I feel powerful. I don't feel powerless, you know, I feel powerful and not overly powerful, not godly powerful, just regular, degular, powerful, just capable, that type of powerful. Anyway to wrap it all up now yeah so with lex for example i hate when he talks about like the way he talks about the amber heard and shoddy depp thing and it's like and like i'm not trying to like you know like i understand why he feels that way i feel like anybody who doesn't know what it feels like to be like to have your dirty laundry exposed like that i feel like and also to be honest with you i feel like i'm sorry i don't think johnny depp's a victim at all like i'm so sorry like i feel like johnny depp like i said he knew exactly what he was doing he just ended up being wrong it was the wrong bitch like that's just he chose the wrong bitch and i feel like what we witnessed amber heard be was the wrong bitch like was literally her doing her best to defend herself with what she knew you know because it's like this man is so much older than her. She probably just thought that, like, he was right. And he wasn't. He was wrong. And I'm sure she will never think that someone... Like, I'm sure she will never put herself in a position where she believes that somebody knows more than she does or know, knows better than she does about what's best for her. Or... And when I say best for her, I can't really be too specific but you know what i mean if you when you're in a relationship even if it's like a really close friendship you have those people in your life where it's like when they say things to you like you really you pers- and you start to project onto them where you're like this is success this is the future you know and amber heard isn't a victim to me either i don't think either of them are victims i think that they're just people who were both fucked up in their own way and they fucked each other up because that's fair <laughs> like 
I think it's better that they fucked each other up than, you know, fucking somebody who's really innocent up because that person wouldn't deserve it. You know? Um, but yeah. Anyway, love Lex though. I get it. It's just, I just don't like it because I'm just like, bro, like, if you're ever in that position, like, you especially, like, you would just it would break you as a human being and you would have to start all over again because that's what happened to me. <laughs> it's not to say that he and I are the same person, but it's just, I mean, like, if you've never, like, understood, like, if you see emotions as, like, a spectacle, right? The day that you become that spectacle, it will break you because you will then see the lack of empathy that you had when you saw it as a spectacle you know um but yeah you know what i mean yeah and like also i just want to add that it's okay because even with that woman that i care about like i laughed like the day i realized i could never speak i really could not speak to her again is i was like laughing because i was just like how is this possible like how are people allowing this like why are people okay with this like i was so confused and I couldn't help but laugh because I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you saying? What are you saying? And I've been in that position. And so I was just like, this is what I was like. This is what I was like, you know? But anyway, um, yeah, girls working on boundaries and she's getting better. And she'll keep meeting new people. And that's the best thing about meeting new people is that they weren't there for the old you and the best thing about having the same people who are still there in your corner in your life they loved you even when you were like jesus Christ, jesus even when you were like losing it <laughs> um so i'm just really happy and more importantly i'm just happy that i'm finally getting back into like my old routines and i'm getting back into anime i'm getting back into manga like i'm really like getting back to the things that i love and i feel calmer and i feel better you know um and i don't think i have a crush on anyone right now to be honest i think that i do have crushes but none of them are serious enough to actually do anything about i think i'm gonna listen to my friend and just dead ass just focus on myself because I'm actually happy with it. Like, I'm actually happy with her and her life right now. And I just want to build from here. Um, and Moon Tarot said that today. So she's right. But yeah, I'm I'm proud and I'm happy. And I don't need or really care about anything or anyone else. Um, you know, and I mean that like, you know, you know what I mean by that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm sorry if it was all over the place. Um, I'm going to end it here so I can finally eat. And I have plans, so I have to leave soon. Um, but just um, stay happy, stay blessed. And um, I'm sorry, I feel bad. I was going to edit out like that, like that, like Leo white guy <laughs> that I find racist. Um, but I'm not. I'm so sorry. And if he's not racist, then it shouldn't bother you because you're not racist and nobody knows who you are. Like, I literally don't remember your name. So it's fine. But it's just like, I'm not going to delete it, though, because I don't really want to censor myself unless it's like truly necessary. And I think that in this case, like, it's just not necessary. Um, 
but anyway, um, with love y'all, um, bye-bye.